so let's go so first of all like what is the name leash like that's not your your name like where did oh. <laughs> what is that <laughs> um leash is a nickname that i got from my brother when i was very young so he's three years younger than me and he he my so my name is luis yeah right but he couldn't pronounce it when he was young so he just said weesh. So like my parents were, my parents and my, my grandparents are telling him, like trying to teach him my name and weesh came out and that's just like my nickname from, that's what he calls me. And then as other people, like our friends and everything heard him calling me weesh, it just kind of stuck. So when I started this crypto stuff, I was like, you know, everyone has nicknames. My normal name is boring. So let me let me just do wish. So yeah, that's a story. That's cute. So how about you um just introduce yourself first. Just tell me a little about your background. Alright. Um uh my name is Louis. Uh Luis, whatever you want to call me, Weesh. Um I I've always He's been into art, both creating and collecting. Uh, I've I started out playing music. My dad's a musician. Uh, he plays salsa music, so I was always around music. And uh, when I was younger, I was in band and uh, always so, uh, surrounding myself with music. I was in a bunch of bands too, um, but I went to college for a little bit. Uh, for uh, for engineering for music uh, like you know recording engineering and for some reason I just was like it's not really working for me this is not what I want to do and uh, I decided one of my friends was a filmmaker still is and I've always liked writing so I wrote my first short film and he helped me shoot it and I was like all right that this is like the thing that I that I want to do now so I started doing that and I, I basically taught myself everything that I know by YouTube University. Mm-hmm. So um, how I got into crypto is my one of my best friends, Andy8052. He, he just made, uh, he's one of the founders of Fractional. Mm-hmm. He's been in crypto for a very long time. So um, I was able to get in on on crypto very early when he was like, Hey, you know, check, check this stuff out, whatever. It was always interesting to me. And then I started with the whole NFT thing in, in March, um, when everything exploded. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I guess that's me. Uh, I don't know if I have anything else to say about <laughs> me. I'm pretty boring. Well, I have plenty of questions to ask you. <laughs> so what was Hit the, me. what was the first short film that you made? Uh, the first short film that I made was this little, uh, this little film called Penitence. Um, if, if anyone is interested in watching my work in my Yat link in my bio, I have my Vimeo page. You can click on it and, and almost everything that I've made is on there already. Um, Penitence was formed from a really weird dream that my brother had where he was being followed around by a bunny. Uh, like a guy in a bunny suit and the bunny every time he would get close would just stand there and wave at him but wouldn't move and i thought that that nightmare was so weird so i just kind of made a a little narrative about it there's no dialogue or anything um it's just kind of like a a nightmare film um it's fun to make first Mm -hmm. time doing it so how how would you describe your art and your films for for like someone who's never seen it, any of it. Um, I guess I would say probably uh, the the I, I've made a lot of different things. So initially, when I first started creating, I was just make. I just wanted to make like narrative stuff, um, and I was really interested in horror. Like the first one that I made was a horror, uh, and for some reason, as I've continued making, I've just kind of like found this. It's a really weird thing because I found this 
almost like unintentional desire to talk and shoot people um, like nonfiction. Uh, so like I made a documentary series uh, last year uh, after George Floyd got murdered about, you know, just trying to listen and uplift uh, black voices and and stories. Um, so uh, I also did a short film about how we as humans view our bodies and uh, body image and stuff like that. So it's like, that was never my intention to like go into, you know, nonfiction documentary style stuff. Uh, but for some reason I, I just keep returning there. Um, so I guess I would say like, if you're interested in thinking um, a lot of my stuff is like presenting some kind of, uh, question or, or thought that is, is jumping around in my head that, um, I just want to either share in a frustrating manner or, uh, or a frustrated manner or, um, you know, just kind of like letting out my, my frustration about a topic or, uh, a thought process that I had that I'm not sure other people think about or whatever. So that's kind of like where my work goes. So I guess that's probably the best way I would describe it. And it's really weird too, because I don't, I don't necessarily enjoy talking to people, which is really <laughs> weird. Uh, I'm a, I'm an introvert. Like I don't, I don't like drawing attention to myself. Uh, and I continuously put myself in these situations where I'm like asking people questions and asking them to talk about themselves and meeting people that I've never spoken to before. And it's like this really weird thing that I'm not usually comfortable with. But when I have my camera, um, I, I feel like I'm able to portray an emotion through the lens about how I feel about humans without saying anything. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I understand that because I'm kind of similar. Like, so I get what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> like, I sure. love I love interviewing people, but in general, I'm pretty antisocial. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's like me too. It's it's really it's really weird that you know that the way that that works. I don't know why either. Like, I don't know why. Like I said, is I, I'm I'm a writer and I love narrative stuff. But for some reason, every time I think of a project, it has to do with talking to people, um, including the the one that I have coming out on Wednesday. It's like yeah. there's so many people in that portrait series that I shot that I didn't know. Yeah. So it was just like a really weird thing. Um, and I don't know why that happens, but I'm glad you can relate because it's it's weird. It doesn't really make sense logically. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to ask you about your project on Wednesday, but not yet. I have. Okay. Um, so when did you, did you start minting? And you said back in March is when you got into NFTs. Like, what did you start doing first, collecting or minting your own art? Yeah, no, I started with, uh, with just foundation. So when foundation, like, first started. Can you repeat um, that? Because you cut out. bought some. Oh, yeah. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. So I, um, I first started, uh, minting, uh, before I started collecting, uh, way back when foundation like first started, Andy, uh, was Andy collected from there. And when foundation first started, people who collected from foundation also had invites. So, um, I was like, I'm interested in like trying to make, make stuff like there's, there's, I don't see anyone really doing anything with film or, or back then even photos like now, now NFT photography is like pretty big. Uh, but back when I started, there was like really no one in that, in those first few weeks when I was doing it, that was like doing photo stuff. So I was like, all right, let me, let me try, try this, try, try this out. Um, so he invited me to foundation and I actually started with minting a few, um, a few, like I, I made like these little clips from that, that film that I told you about body image. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And that, that was like my first, my first thing I put it up. And then like within a few days, um, Coldborn from, um, museum of crypto art bid on it. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. And I got three different bids and I sold it at 0.5 ETH. I think it was mm-hmm. for my first sale. Um, nice. and I was like, wow, this is kind of crazy. And then I, then, then, then that's when after I started creating, um, then that's why I was like, all right, what's the deal with this NFT shit? Like, <laughs> like uh, Andy was always telling me about it and stuff, but like I was never in, um, until I started it for myself and kind of like saw what it was all about. So, um, yeah, it was, it was definitely an, an interesting experience, but yeah, I started with creating. Um, yeah. So people also know you as like a collector. So what was the first thing that you ever collected? Oof. I actually don't even remember what the first piece that I collected was. Um, I know very early on, um, when I started collecting, it was a lot of, uh, photography, mm-hmm. um, on foundation actually before like the open sea trend of photographers making collections and stuff. Everyone was like trying to get in on foundation cause it was so exclusive and everyone mm-hmm. wanted an invite and all this stuff. So a lot of the work that I started collecting was on foundation. Um, I actually don't remember off the top of my head what the first piece was, but if I had to guess, it would probably be some kind of photography, um, on foundation. Mm. I could probably scroll back and find out. That's a good question. Actually, I never even thought about that ever. What the first one was. Yeah. I, I think about that, like, um, for me and like I don't I don't really see the artist from the first NFT that I bought I don't really see her around but like I still love it it was so it was like a year ago for me but yeah um so you were you were you were before me too yeah I was way before you (laughs) on on foundation I don't know if this is my first ever NFT but um on foundation one of the first pieces that I bought was actually from my friend who wanted to start out in NFTs. And then after I bought his piece, he just gave up. I don't oh. know why he did. And I hate him for that, but, uh, cause his work is good, but yeah. Um, and then it looks like when I started collecting photos, the first one that I collected was touch the sun from Diana Sinclair, actually. So, mm. uh, oh, nice. who is everyone knows who she is now. Yes. So that was, April 3rd was the first photo I collected, but I was collecting a little bit before that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And you, good, good question though. <laughs> and you trade a lot of NFTs besides just art collecting. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean like, yeah, now with all of the, the profile picture projects and everything, um, I feel like I have, my collection is started with just buying art that I exclusively just love like from, from individual artists who are just putting out, like, like I said, a lot of photography. Um, but now I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like doing both where there's so many projects that come out that are being like highly valued that it is an opportunity to make more money too. Yeah. So like it's, uh, I, I try not to just like buy everything, you know, like, although it's like, pretty tempting to just see a new product like the FOMO thing you know see a new project oh my god people are talking about this buy it buy it buy it you know what I mean yeah um but yeah I I when the profile picture craze started that's kind of like what I was doing but I've kind of like scaled it back and like been a lot more intentional on on what I was buying so like if you look at my collection now a lot of my most recent stuff is just like these big projects but Mm -hmm. um yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely still, still a mixed bag. I, I think that, um, trying to spread out between all things and in, in NFTs is, is a good idea. Like you have the, the fine art stuff that you can support. Um, and then you have the stuff where you can make money. It's like two kind of different things. But you know, when we first started, we were talking about woodies. I think woodies are like one of those things that is like both because, yeah. you know, <clears throat> from, all of the people in ultra DAO 
that worked on it, I know that they are all like pure artists, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a really interesting thing that, you know, a lot more people are making projects that are like these big, these big drops like 10 K or whatever, um, that are also like pure artists and combining those two worlds. is just, uh, I think like the quality of art is going to keep going up as more people see that they can make their art like solo, but work on a project with a bunch of people and sell a lot of them and make a lot of money too. I think that's a, that's an interesting thing that's happening now. Yeah. The bars being raised. <laughs> Also yeah, for that. I think so, honestly, yeah. And yeah, I I, th- I want to say that I think the piece that you've collected from me is one of my favorite things that I've ever made. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that so one I'm is... I'm glad that you have awesome. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that one, and I hate police. So when I saw that one, I was like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm glad that I can like make stuff like that. And there are people who actually appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it's, it's really interesting. Um, I feel like every, I'm always talking to uh, my friend, Mike, he's in here, village idiot. Um, I'm always talking to him about like, whenever I get like frustrated, he's like the person that I just like vent to about stuff. Um, because I've, he's like my real life friend. Like I've known him for a, a very long time. So, um, you know, I'll just vent to him about stuff and I'm like, I want to just fucking make this and I want like, you know, like I'm pissed off about this or whatever. And, you know, I'm just going to say this and I don't give a shit if people are upset about it or whatever. So like there have been times where I'll just tweet something and I'm like, I don't care if people are upset about it. Like, this is my opinion. This is how I feel. I'm just going to fucking say it. Um, and then honestly, the reception has been pretty good every time I say that. So I think you'd be surprised about people <laughs> who are, uh, in, in NFTs that are like, you know, forward thinking in a way that is like, you know, like you and I yeah. about police and everything. And I think like a lot of artists as artists continue to come into NFTs, artists usually agree with you and I about social issues. So I don't know if crypto people do, but once the artists continue coming in, you're going to see a lot more like aggressive and, you know, art about societal issues and, you know, all that stuff. I think I already see it now. Um, I think it's going to become more common, but props to you for for always, you know saying fuck it this is you're, you're never afraid of making anything so that, that's, nope. that's something that i respect you for yeah yeah I, like when i first started making stuff some people told me like don't do that like don't do the political stuff you're gonna isolate yourself and like it does a little bit do that but i'm i still do it and there's always people who are aligned somewhere so yeah um, so let's talk about your next collection that you're dropping on Wednesday, right? Yep. So tell me about that. Um, so something that, uh, now, now there are a few people, uh, in NFTs that are experimenting with film and, and stuff like that, but, um, there's still not a lot. Like, I know uh, there's this guy named Dimitri Voldny, um, I, I believe his name is. Uh, I think I'm saying that right. Um, I think his, his Twitter is Voldny or, and his foundation is V-O-L-N-Y. Um, right when I started NFTs, he was doing some crazy stuff with film, like these crazy transitions where he's like, you know, he'll walk into a room and it's a completely different house and shit. It's like, I don't even know how he does some of this stuff. But um, he's like, he's really good. He's doing some stuff with film. But like, <clears throat> there's still, there's so many photographers now in NFTs, which is a good thing. But for some reason, no one is really doing video or, or film or even like, even like really, if I'm wrong, someone please correct me. But I haven't really seen too many things where people are trying to do interesting things with with film. Um, so like I, I've seen people mint short films or whatever. 
or mint like a very small piece and then when you buy it you can see the whole film and stuff and like that's cool like I, I get that but like I feel like the boundaries should be pushed with film and NFTs because there's like such a big opportunity based on the community aspect and for me uh, watching movies is a singular experience but also a community experience like when you go to a theater and you watch a movie that a lot of people want to watch sitting in a theater surrounded by a bunch of people that want to be there just like you is like it's a different thing than watching it by yourself you know so yeah. <clears throat> with this um i wanted to start out with like a basic idea where you know the basic the basic idea is just you know how we age as humans um so i shot 42 portraits of people um just from age two to age 91, I think, uh, wow. are, are the ages. Um, and they're going to be, I'm going to post the full film so you can watch it all together. Um, but each portrait will be sold individually. Um, and I actually haven't spoken about this yet, but the reason why I was talking about experimentation in film is because I, I have started writing something that will be integrated in an airdrop for holders of this collection um, that is going to be extremely different from anything that anyone has seen in NFTs when it comes to video. So mm -hmm. I haven't really said too much about it and I don't really want to say too much about it yet, but um, I, I am going to be, I started out with the simple idea, just video portraits collection Uh, that will not be connected to the airdrop, but air, uh, people who hold the portraits will get a piece of this airdrop and have input on how it goes. I guess, I guess that's what I'll say. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I guess it started out very simple, but I have, I have plans for moving, for moving forward. That's exciting. I'm excited to see what you do with that. Um, so where did you find all the people that you, that are, uh, featured in this collection? Like, were they people you knew or just like totally random strangers? Like, how did you find them all? Yeah. So since I'm an introvert, I won't go that crazy to say that they were complete strangers where I just found on the street. Like that is, you know, I would absolutely not do that. That's way out of my comfort zone. So like, Basically, how it started was I would I asked a few of my friends if they would want to do it. They said yes. And then it was just kind of like this web where uh, I asked them, oh, do you know anyone that would want to do this? Yeah, yeah, I know someone. And then I would ask that person. Then I would ask that person. Then I would ask that person. So it kind of just like spread out naturally um, to just this friend that has this friend has this friend. So. I would say probably like maybe half of the people I actually knew uh, in person well. Mm -hmm. um, everyone else is kind of just like spread out and friends of friends or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so what was that like? Like, do you like you were saying it was kind of hard for you to to do that with a bunch of strangers? Um, it was just, it was just weird because so like the people that I shot that are close to me, they already know what I'm doing with NFTs and they know my life, but the people that don't, that are just like friends, the friends, they would ask me like, Oh, what are you doing this for? And then I would have to have like a conversation, you know, yeah. where, you know, Easily, it, every portrait took me about 25 seconds to actually shoot. So it was, they were all very quick, but the conversations that I had is where I kind of had to come out of my, my introvert shell a little bit and, and speak. So, um, like there's, there was this whole group of girls. Um, so I'll, 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 Go back a little bit for a second. Okay. So a big reason why I didn't just ask everyone in my life, like, hey, can you, do you want to do this, whatever? The reason why I wanted to, like, kind of extend the the web is 
I wanted like to be as diverse as possible when it comes to like the different people that I shot. Um, I, I don't know if I nailed the diversity as much as I wanted to. Uh, I, I did want it to be more diverse, but it was just like, I, I couldn't just stand on a, on a street corner for a day and just like ask random people if they wanted to do this because I'm giving each person 10% of every sale. So like just from the, the money side of it is just like, I, I didn't know logistically how to do that without having some kind of personal connection. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but you know, there was this whole group of girls that were my brother's friends, friends, and I went to their house because they were going out one night and I had this whole conversation about like NFTs and like what they are and what my my goal for the project is or whatever. Like it started off simply with I'm making a film chronicling the way we age as humans. And then I asked them all for their Venmos. Right. So I can send them money. And they were like, oh, you're paying us to do this. Like are you selling it? And then I was like, okay, now I have to, I have to continue talking and, and explain that, like, you know, I am selling these and, and, you know, the conversation, like, I don't think, I think 90% of people didn't get it. Like they didn't understand why someone would want to purchase something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, maybe people will not want to purchase something like this. I don't know how it's going to go, but, um, it was just really weird conversations that like, you know, people that don't know about crypto at all, trying to explain NFTs to them is like, like they think I'm, I'm speaking another language. Yeah. So that was, it was, it was, it was weird. Like some people got it and knew what NFTs were already. And then some people had absolutely no idea. And it was kind of like a nightmare trying to explain it to them. So mm. um, it was it was both a good experience and a bad experience. But, you know, everyone. No, I, I, I didn't shoot anyone against their will. Everyone was willing to do it. Happy to get paid for it. You know, that's it. Nice. Well, I can't wait to see all of them. Yeah, I actually think, um, so Andy is doing the contract for me. I'm not using the OpenSea contract. He's making me a custom one. I think actually he's minting them like right now. So at some point today, um, I think I will post the OpenSea link, although they come out on Wednesday at noon. Um, I'm going to post the OpenSea link at some point today after they're minted so people can start like watching them through. Um, I don't know if I mentioned all... What? What? Every you just cut out again. Like I said, <laughs> Can you? Oh, sorry. You said yeah, I said I don't know if I mentioned it before, but I wrote a score for it as well. So every mm-hmm. there there is a full film that goes straight through without any cuts that everyone will be able to watch if they want to watch it all together. But um, yeah, at each film, each person's portrait individually will also have one piece of the score so like if you play it and you turn on your your volume you'll be able to hear that part of the music as well so that's that was like another another aspect of this that i wanted to experiment with so there's no rare dirty traits or anything like that because you know a lot of these collections they won't they won't have like rarity like a like a, a generative project will yeah. But I was I was just playing around with the ideas like how can I make some more unique than others and I was thinking about you know music so the score is not all the same for each individual portrait but there are some that are you know more there's more instrumentation in them there's uh, a different like tonality to them it's all one score but like sometimes things will sound different than others so i don't i don't know if people will care about that but it's just a an easy thing for me to do since i made the score for the whole thing to kind of just cut it up with the music i think people will care about that i think that's really cool um and yeah it doesn't sound like anything anyone else has done before 
like all of these elements together. So cool. We'll see what people think. (laughs) I think it sounds like a beautiful project and idea. So I'm excited to see it. So you also are working on another project. Yes. So Um, tell me about that. (laughs) Okay. So I was just talking about, you know, the, uh, the whole generative art project and, you know, things, profile picture projects. So I am working on one currently called Ethnology. We just announced it on Friday and minting has not been like the mint date has not been announced yet, um, but it will be very soon uh, coming up here within the next few weeks. Um, I guess like the foundation for the project, uh, we just, we wanted to, try and do things differently when it comes to NFT projects in the sense that um, our project will have one name, which is ethnology. Um, It's going to have like every time we drop something, it's all going to be called ethnology, but we're going to have different themes and art styles in every drop. So right Mm. now we haven't decided the frequency of the drops, but I know that there's going to be, at minimum twice a year um, where we're going to be dropping a new series and there is going to be future utility on how they interact with each other uh, between each series. So right now um, for, for some reason, no one is really doing this. Like I think Larva labs with the punks and the autoglyphs and the, and the me bits is like, honestly the only one of the only ones that's like, it's all the same company that's making them um but with different little projects and even then it's like it's not called larva labs crypto punks or larva labs and me bits they're just called me bits and they're just called crypto punks um we're kind of trying to put every series under the same umbrella and make some kind of uh interaction utility between the the series does that make sense yeah Yeah. So along with that, uh, we also want to um, very, very much so push the idea that we want to continue to invest in the community and and artists individually. So uh, we are taking uh, a a portion if we sell out, we are taking a portion of the funds uh, to reinvest into artists, NFT artists, um, like one of ones that we could buy and display in a vault that we're making on our website. Um, and our plan is to do that for every series and purchase art that has some kind of relation to the theme that we have made for, for that series. So like series one is, is uh, cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. So our plan is to reinvest money that we make into buying one of one art from artists and NFTs that also are cyberpunk themed, um, and then displaying them on our website, um, after, after that happens in a, in like a kind of like a vault tab on the website. Nice. So, um, why is it called ethnology? So ethnology, uh, we, we thought of it because, of ETH initially. Mm. Um, and we were, we were thinking of names to have like the Ethereum and the name of the, of the, of the project, like mirroring each other. But, um, ethnology worked as well because it's also like by definition, it's the, the study of groups and types of people and how they interact with each other. Mm -hmm. And our plan, like I just explained is, you know, to have these these different themes of, uh, you know, of, of different drops that have different themes and art styles and, and making them interact with each other in, in, you know, some kind of way. I can't, I can't reveal what our plan is yet. Cause I don't want to make promises that I can't keep, but we have very big plans for, for future utility on the, uh, on, on how they interact with each other. Mm-hmm. And, how long have you been working on this project? Oof. Honestly, like 
five to six months. Um, I think, uh, we started, we started basically like when I started with NFTs, I think, um, my, my cousin who is an architect, but, um, he went to school for architecture. He's done Ted talks. Um, he's an art professor now at, uh, at, in Chicago. Um, I reached out to him and asked him if he would be interested in doing something like this because something that he always talks about and preaches is, uh, kind of like this, this desire for artists to kind of get paid for their work outside of an institution or like a, like a gallery or whatever. Like he's, he's always been forward thinking, um, way back when, when GoFundMe started, he was like really big on crowdfunding projects. So when I told him about NFTs and everything, he was like really interested and he's a very great artist. So we started uh, talking to him and then the project just evolved. Like initially we were going to go with the whole like pixel look um, and make them like little cyberpunk characters that are you know uh that they have the whole like crypto punk pixel look because that was very big when we first started in nfts and then we kind of like kept evolving and he was like i feel like i could really kill it with work that has a lot of detail in it and we were like okay i mean that sounds cool let's let's work on that and then it kind of took a while to solidify what the art style for series one would be we had the theme we knew we wanted it to be cyberpunk but as far as what the characters look like, it kind of took a, a little bit um, to to figure out exactly how we wanted it to look. But, you know, moving <laughs> forward, we definitely have a, a nice flow now that we're all uh, on the same page and understanding, you know, what, what the goal of the project is. So Series 1 took a bit because we took our time with it and we, we wanted to make sure it was as perfect as possible. But now that we have our flow, I think we'll be able to uh, pump out series through uh, in a more frequent basis. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you said like twice a year. Uh, that's like minimum. We don't know a hundred percent yet. We have to see how the first series does and if there's a lot of activity and a lot of people like the project or whatever then you know we will we will get to work immediately if it if it's kind of like one of those situations where it goes slowly then we need to figure out how we get series one all done and finished and wrapped up and then move forward with the next one but what i will say is we do have already the art style and the theme for series two already locked in we know what we're going to do um and a little bit of information uh we are also already working on an artist featured airdrop for series one uh that is info Mm. that basically no one knows yet but uh i have uh, a friend of mine uh that is going to i'm not going to say who it is yet but a friend of mine that is going to work on uh an airdrop for series one for holders um that's gonna it's gonna be interesting there's gonna be an interesting mechanic with that airdrop as well so Mm. yeah we have we have big plans we have a lot of things that we want to do um we're just trying to make sure that the community that we build organically is going to be there and want to see more you know yeah and i love that you're supporting artists throughout the whole way that's cool yeah i mean that that's the goal um i know i said like we want to feature artists or whatever so um i'll build a little bit more on that as well so i said that we're featuring an artist who is not inherently on the project like he is not listed on the website um as an artist of the project and this is something that we kind of want to do moving forward as well where you know like like i said my cousin will be the art lead for the whole project where um, he may not create every single series, but he'll be the one that's kind of like leading the charge and being like the last person who will, you know, make decisions on art and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So something that we want to do moving forward, like the airdrop is kind of pay artists um, either through, you know, uh, percentage of sales or a flat fee, whatever, we're, we're open to negotiating with artists however they want to do it. 
um, but pay artists that, that want to be involved in future series to be featured as an artist per series or per airdrop. So, mm. like I said, this, this first one, that's going to be our first, like, artist feature, uh, the airdrop for series one. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we are, we are all in. I, I really feel like, obviously, there is tech behind NFTs and, like, you know, crypto punks are not necessarily, quote unquote, art, like, made by hand, you know, like, I get that, um, but I think that NFTs would not be where they are right now without artists, you know, so, like, I feel like it's silly for us to make a project that has to do with NFTs and kind of, like, completely ignore the people that have created the foundation of NFTs the way they are now. Yeah, for sure. Like it, it wasn't, there wasn't always this collectible craze. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like I mentioned before with Woody's is like, it started with the, the punks, you know, and people were like, Oh, these are cool. And then they, and then they had hash masks and, you know, all of these projects that started out with very generative. And then as artists started coming in, you had these collections uh, that were still like the same size as these generative projects, but now we're, we're drawing assets by hand and there's a lot of art going into it. And the generative, the generation of it is through code, but the assets are being drawn by hand by someone who is working hard for months making sure that everything looks nice, you know? Yeah. So I think that should be, that should be, uh, reinforced and celebrated. And if, uh, if there are people that would like to get involved in the future, uh, we'll definitely be, be creating some kind of, uh, uh, application process for people who want to be involved in the, in the process of creating the other series in the future. Yes. I love that. Um, if anyone, if anyone else who's listening wants to ask questions or say anything, you can request now because I'm about done with my questions. Like, is there anything else that you want to talk about? I'll, I'll add one more thing. Okay. Um, so I did say that we want to grow ethnology organically, but today uh, what we're going to do is we have currently we have our first whitelist is closed. Uh, 700 people have signed up for it already. Um, and what we're going to do today is we're going to, in order to get more engagement in the discord and on the Twitter, we're going to do, uh, kind of like a, uh, whitelist through Twitter. So with retweets and follows and discord, uh, entry and everything like that. So, uh, I, and I'm also going to release in that, in that tweet, um, I'm going to do it maybe in like 10 minutes, whenever we're, uh, I could do it in the middle of this, but I'll probably wait until after, um, I'm going to release the, what the min pass for series one is going to look like. Cause we're going min pass, uh, the min pass route. Nice. So I'm going to release what the min pass looks like. And I'm going to start that, that contest where we'll just pick, I think we're going to pick 200 people that retweet, follow, and are in the Discord that will be whitelisted to be able to mint one character. So, so like, um, in addition, like, if I... So, I'm already on the the list. Yep. So, like, if I get that, I could just, like... It would just be in addition to that? Yes. So, okay. I think what we're going to do right now... I'm, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I think what we're going to do now is everyone is going to be able to mint a maximum of five. So if you enter into a giveaway or a, or a whitelist contest that we're going to do as well, um, and you win, you can't mint more than five, but it'll be added on to your address up to five. Mm-hmm. I see. So cool. I have to confirm that 100%, but that's like, I think what we're going to do. Cool. Yeah. And, you know, I think that artists, like people who were in this for the art first, are going to be the best at these collectible series because like we understand the community and the art, you know, or not just, yeah, for sure. I I agree. Like that's, that's why we're trying to push this idea that 
where uh, we are definitely in the in this project to support artists and the growth of the project through artists. So um, since we're already talking about this, I'll just reveal it too. Uh, okay. We're also going to do a, another. So our goal for this is to honestly have as little public sale as possible. I think right now we want to have almost all characters accounted for on a whitelist mm -hmm. um, just to completely avoid like the gas war. And because this is a long-term project, we want to reward the people that were there since the beginning. And we don't want just people buying in on a public sale in the middle of a gas war because of hype and then just dumping, mm -hmm. you know, like afterwards. So we want to reward the people that are involved in our community already. And, um, yeah, so, so what we're going to do at some point tonight, uh, we are going to announce that we're doing an art, an art whitelist. So we're going to do like some kind of contest that, any artist can create any art they want, and then we'll pick 10 people that will be added to a whitelist to be able to mint more because we want to encourage artists to be a part of our community, not just like whales or collectors or, you know, mm -hmm. like a lot of these projects are, you know, yeah. these projects are, are, are encouraging, you know, like the big the big thing that a lot of these projects are doing is like, we just want to sell out in three seconds. We don't care about anything else. Yeah. If we sell out in three seconds in the middle of a gas floor where everyone's paying 3000 way, then yeah, fine. Great. Awesome. It's, it's all hype. So we don't necessarily want to do that. Yeah. Um, that's like not that's sustainable. Good, obviously for a project to be able to sell out immediately, but that's why we're kind of, experimenting with the whole like full whitelist thing where we want people who don't have the ethereum to put up you know three thousand guay on gas to to mint one you know like we want those people first so those people are rewarded so if there is hype around the project in the future for for future drops you've gotten in early at a price that is affordable for you yeah that's definitely the most sustainable way to do it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the things that sell out immediately, like, they, it's hard for them to keep up, you know, with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you're, almost every project will sell out super fast, and then there will be a huge dump for a month, where yeah. all the people that bought 20 of them, they don't want all 20, they minted them. And they didn't get anything rare, so they're just going to dump it all and keep the one that they got that was rare. Yeah. So in order to kind of like sustain a, a healthy secondary market that isn't just like straight down and then straight up, mm -hmm. um, that's why we're trying to experiment with, you know, getting people on a whitelist that care about the project and, and, and want to be involved in it, not just for money, but because they like the art as well, like. We obviously want everyone that buys our project to make money. Like that's, that's our, that's our goal. Like we want the project to be very good long-term so that the people that invested early can make money. But we also want you to care about the work that we put in to making this look as best as we can. Yeah. That's definitely the way to do it. Sounds like you know what you're doing. <laughs> um, I just, I mean, we're trying. I mean, like from, like you, you've learned from experience and seeing what works and what doesn't work with other things. So you can like do something different and make it work. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just let someone else, um, as a, and as a speaker, I will have to go soon, but hi. Hello. Hello. Hi, Wish. Hey, how you doing? Good. And you? Good. Um, my question, like, I'm, I'm super excited about this, uh, especially like the, the video projects, um, uh, the film projects. I'm like big fan of your work, and I think it's also like always very emotional and intense. And I like this uh, uh, sort of approach. Um, and I was wondering uh, when you're talking about like the sort of like lack of projects, uh, like film projects, uh, at least for now, um, if one of the reasons, uh, like what, what would be the, the, the reasons for that uh, at the moment, like um, if it's 
kind of like a limitation for the platform, for example. Like even the first time that we spoke uh, a few months ago, I approached you too and you gave me the tip of like compression because files get so large and we cannot upload them to the platforms because like, I think foundation is like 50 megabytes, OpenSea is 40. Um, so like it sometimes gets in the way of the quality or you think it's another another kind of like uh, uh, issue with um, not many people are still like involved in this in the film industry or something like that. Yeah, I think it's probably a combination. Um, first of all, thank you for the kind words about my work. Um, but I think I think it's probably somewhat somewhat to blame is the the file size limitations. Obviously, like with photos, you can you can mint high quality photos, and there's no way that it's going to be even close to 50 megabytes, right? Like. But with video, especially when you're shooting in something like 4K or 8K video and you want it to be as high quality as possible, there's no way you're going to fit uh, even a 30-second clip, video clip, is going to be way more than 50 megabytes. So I think that is part of it. But I also think that there's – I think a lot of people um, are thinking of – They're thinking of film and NFTs as like, I have to make a short film and I'm going to mint it, right? I'm not sure that there's people that are yet forward thinking in the sense that, you know, what can we do with film in NFTs that we can have a 50 megabyte file size, still have the highest quality possible and do something that's like different and interesting and um you know instead of just minting a short film or you know just minting something that you've made already like what can we use the technology of blockchain and uh you know all of these technologies that we have at our disposal how can they be integrated in the film in some way and i know that there's a lot of people that are smart enough to figure it out. So I don't know why there aren't many people that are trying it. You know, like just, if it fails, it fails. You know, like that's that's where I'm at. Like I thought about this idea to do these video portraits. I don't know if anyone is going to give a shit. Like I have absolutely no idea if anyone's going to care about this project. Anyone's going to buy any. I have no idea. But like I feel somewhat responsible to at least try something um that's different or interesting like inherently my portrait collection is not interesting you know it's just it's just a a bunch of videos in slow motion that are somewhat emotional because of how i shoot my work but there's there's nothing like you know crazy a, about them But like I said, I am going to be experimenting with I wanted people to have an entry into what I want to do that is not truly insane. Like it's not going to be like something you have to spend money to do to invest in something that you don't know is going to work. I wanted people to be able to invest in something that they know what it is. And then I could do the crazy shit on an airdrop. Um, where I really experiment because then those people are going to be involved in this for free. So I don't know. I feel like maybe people are just nervous about trying something because, you know, minting NFTs is expensive. So I, I think that there's a lot of people that may be filmmakers who, you know, there's so many independent filmmakers that are not even close to wealthy. You know, they just do it because they love it. So maybe it's the point of entry as well. I'm not 100% sure. Like the, the risk that, you know, you, you spend all this money to make something and then mint it and then no one caring because no one really is doing anything film-wise in NFTs yet. Maybe that's why. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure though. I guess that's a long way of, of, of answering your question. <laughs> no, no, it's, uh, I, I think you're right. And especially on the, on the, 
like experimenting with uh, also like the limitations and the, the whole technology. I think it's it's the way to go. Like when I when I said my, it's a short film. It's like a two minute short film, uh, and it was actually me also experimenting with creating a, sh a short film for the very first time. Um, okay. And I wanted for it to be to be available. I don't know if, if ever it's gonna uh, uh, sell any like in the future or whatever. Um, but I also like I'm also like thinking now uh, how how to use how to explore the technology in a different way, and it's also uh, video related. So really excited to see what you what you're doing. Is is your film available now? Like, yeah. you minted already? Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll check it out after this phase. I'm definitely interested to see. But, like, even what you just said is exactly what I'm talking about. It's like, I think a lot of filmmakers are saying, okay, I made this film. I want to get into NFTs. I'm going to mint my film. But I'm not necessarily sure that that's the best way to do it. You know, like, I've, yeah. I've, 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 I've literally done that, too, where I've minted short films that I've made. I've, I've minted two of them. Um, and they both sold, but... I'm not a, like, the more I think about it, I think that there's so much, inter there's so many interesting things that you can do with film that you can't do with a photo. And if you integrate, you know, filmmaking with, you know, someone buying something and then unlocking something else to give you a little, a little sneak peek into the idea that I have for my airdrop, um, yeah, I mean, I, th I, I just don't think that anyone has tried anything crazy yet. And I think that once someone does something crazy, I think a lot of NFT people will appreciate it and be like, whoa, yeah, this is really interesting and cool. And then that's when film will kind of like be locked in here. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you very much for, for the answer. Thanks. Excuse me. So we have your, your friend also requested to speak. Oh, God, here and we go. <laughs> After this, then I have to go, but... Okay. Um, yeah, so... Go on. Hello, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. What's up? I have Village Idiot here. Hello. Happy to be Hello. here. Um, Let's go, dude. First of all, what I want... To, relax, okay? I just want to wish you a happy birthday, first of all. <laughs> so, give me a break. I just, I just have to be skeptical of you because you're always on some bullshit, so... No, no. I was actually going to ask because I missed the first couple of minutes of this. I was okay. going to ask if you guys talked about uh, the portrait of a, a portrait of a collector at all. And uh, I did have a question about that. No, we didn't talk about that one at all. Let's talk okay, about it. My, my, yeah, I would love for you to, to talk about it. And then I have a question about it. OK, I mean, what do you what do you you want to ask me about it? Like, I don't know. I don't know if anyone has seen it. If you haven't seen it. It's my most recent film on foundation that I made that was a short, just talking, letting, letting all of my frustration out on, you know, on the crypto space and, you know, how I'm celebrated for being a quote unquote collector and how I think that it's kind of ridiculous. So but that's basically the synopsis. You can watch it if you guys want to. Uh, and I really recommend people check it out because I think it's really an interesting, um, an interesting and an honest look at this new world that we're all a part of. So I think it's really fascinating to see somebody really kind of break down exactly how they're feeling in this time. Um, but I think it was shot really well. I, I, I love the idea of it. I think everybody really enjoyed like your honesty. And I was curious, like how, for example, you shot some of the slow-mo because the stuff that was like up in the air and it was falling and it looked really well. So I was just wondering how you got, did you get somebody to do that? Did you? You're so, you're, you're so annoying. So Mike, Mike is asking this question because he wants me to say that he helped me with all of the shots and that, you know, he, I was at his house when I was dropping all of the stuff and he was holding it while I was manning the camera. Thank you so much, Mike, for, you know, taking all the time to, you know, help me with that. And I really couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> You're absolutely welcome. <laughs> no, but in, in all honesty, in all honesty, I really appreciate that you made that, that film and that I got to be a part of it because I really do believe that, um, 
it's probably the first of its kind in its space. And I really, really want everybody to go watch it and have a discussion about it. That's, that's my main thing that I want from that. Thanks, man. Yeah. Anytime. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. Dude. Yeah. I've definitely seen that one. It's great. And I'm really glad that you minted it. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So I think that's about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for, uh, yeah, thanks for having me. This was, this was fun. Yeah. Um, thank you. And thanks to everyone who came to listen. And I know that everybody is excited to see what you're dropping. <laughs> thanks. Um, I just want to say if anyone in here, uh, wants to know more about ethnology, like I said, if you're interested in it, the, Twitter pages in my bio, um, and you can, uh, follow there. I'm about to literally after we finish this, this space, I'm going to tweet the, uh, the Twitter whitelist contest that we're going to do. Uh, so if you're interested in it, join the discord Twitter, and then, uh, it'll, it'll be up very shortly. Cool. All right. Bye. <laughs> Thank you again. Thanks everyone. Talk Goodbye. to you later. Bye. <laughs>